Welcome to Mama You're Okay podcast. I'm Eliana. And I'm Audrey. This podcast, it was started out as an idea where we wanted to join moms all over the world who might be needing a break, might be needing some fun moments, maybe just laugh with us, sometimes cry with us, and just share our stories with you so that you might just not feel alone. We just wanted to share some fun stories. You can just laugh with us and cry. Be encouraged and just feel a sense of us there with you, cheering you on, and knowing that you're not alone. So I'm Audrey. I am um, the mom of a little boy named Blake who's one year old. I've been married for six years now. And I recently transitioned from a working from home mom to a stay at home mom. Well, I just teach a couple of workout classes early in the morning, but mostly a stay at home mom and learning my new, new ropes of my new, new life. (laughs) And I'm Ileana. I am, uh, I have two kids, uh, Carter, who's two and a half and Riley, who is one also and funny story Blake and Riley share a birthday so that's another reason why we became really good friends is because we were in the hospital together (laughs) um but yeah I've I've been married for five years now and um I work full-time um I have been teaching at a career center for yeah for six years now and I was in culinary arts um like working in the kitchen way before that that was uh what I went to college for so um definitely experienced the working like 20 hours a day kind of situation to realizing you know if I want a family I should probably settle down and then here I am as a teacher and then uh two kids later here we are (laughs) I love it Yeah. yeah Our, our stories are different, but also the same. Um, I also teach um, at a, a studio. I teach yoga in Booty Bar. And so that's another uh, way that Audrey and I connected. And I thought that that was... So we have that fitness in, in, that we share also. I go to Audrey's class and she kicks my butt all the time. <laughs> um, she makes me do burpees. Yes, boot camp is fun. It's the best. But it does, let me tell you, if you need to wake up, just like, and you're in this area, please just go Audrey's class. Um, she will wake you up. Uh, but yeah, it's our our life. Um, and, and we're surrounded by moms, right? Mm-hmm. So I have two sisters. They're older sisters. Um, the oldest one has three kids. My middle sister now has two kids. Um, you have mm-hmm. siblings, right, Audrey? I have an older sister and a younger sister. My older sister um, has three boys. And then my younger sister's not married, doesn't have any children yet. So, um, but I have a lot of, I have like eight nine at this point nieces and nephews so my husband comes from a really big family and they all (laughs) like live close so um yeah we have a lot of a lot of moms that we're close with whether it's at work or at church or at the studio um we have a lot of you know we just get to interact with a lot of moms daily and and hear you know the common struggles and common joys that we share and wanted to kind of expand that into this podcast um the beauty of social media i think is that we have been able to share because i know that after my um my first pregnancy i just felt like during pregnancy i don't know i just felt really alone like i had no idea what i was doing um 
luckily my sister, my middle sister had a baby the year before. And so she was kind of coaching me through that, like, oh, you'll, you'll probably experience this. And you know what the midwife was saying, and I'm trying to kind of put it all together. Uh, and then here I am having a baby. I'm like, I feel like I'm still a baby. Like, what am I doing having a baby? And I'm like, I, need, I need to get my act together. So um, yeah, I, I think that this podcast was hoping that we can just give you this little glimmer of hope that if you're struggling, we all have, we all, I'm, we're two kids after two kids, I'm still struggling. My sister who has a, almost like a teenager now, she's still struggling. Like we all, it's all, it's never going to get easy. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, none of us have it together. We're no. all just struggling through one day at a time, you know, and the Lord carries me through each day. Yes. Truly. I mean, I, I can't do anything on my own strength. Oh, for sure. That is for sure. And I'm reminded daily. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There are days yeah. like, um, especially after, I mean, and we also have a very unique situation where we had quote unquote COVID babies, right? Because yeah. we were pregnant during COVID right. and we had a baby. added stress. Yeah. yeah. And so um, there were so many moments where I was just like, okay, I can't get out of the house because we're stuck with COVID. Uh, God, I need you right now because there's no one else who's going to listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah. Yeah, there have been just a lot of, I feel like, unique struggles and challenges that have come along with the pandemic life. Um, whether or not you even have children, you know, it's just been, I think, just affected a lot of people's mental health, physical health, mm -hmm. you know, emotional health all of those things. So, yeah. And why is it, do you think that moms, cause I, I imagine this is relatively universal for moms that there is, I mean, obviously we talk about mom guilt, but there's just that kind of expectation. There's a lot of expectations you have for yourself. Like I know in my experience, like my husband and my son are not like, why aren't you doing 500 loads of laundry? Like they literally couldn't care less. Like yeah. my husband's probably never even thought about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but I am like, when I go to bed at night, I'm like, oh, I should have done this, 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 and this. And like, mm -hmm. what about this? And like, I need to do this early tomorrow morning. Yeah. You know, why is it that you think, because I'm sure you're the same way. Mm -hmm. Why is it that moms have this almost like running laundry list of expectations for themselves that I think in turn stress us out and maybe cause us to be less productive. Overall. Oh, for sure. I I know that I, <laughs> I know am. I know that's how I am. Yeah, I know that I'm and what because and the worst part <clears throat> is that the laundry list always comes at the most inopportune time. Absolutely. Because it's like the moments where I'm at like driving to work is when I'm like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I should have done the 10 different or things when before I'm I left." To be sleeping, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. And so we get le less sleep and it's, mm -hmm. it's great. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> My husband's always like, why are you thinking about that right now? And I'm like, I just, I feel like I need to clean the windows. And he's like, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night, Audrey. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, um, maybe, maybe it's because we did watch our I don't know how your family was, but I definitely watched my uh, parents and my mom was a stay at home mom for the longest time. Uh, and so you, it was just kind of, my dad was always gone for, for work. And I say always gone, but like the expected, you know, eight to eight five to or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but that was, he went to work. He did his things. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but my mom was the one who um, did all the chores, made all the food, like a laundry was always kept up. Mm -hmm. Um, she took us to all of our piano practices or to sports or whatever. And, um, 
maybe that's why like i don't know maybe it was just kind of like embedded in us that and when you become a parent this is what you do unless you have money and you hire somebody else to do it but then it's like i don't have the money no. i am a like we, I'm we are peasants we are peasants, we are peasants. <laughs> i i'm and i also still live in the i'm a broke college student mindset still like i'm hoarding hoarding things and eating ramen yeah that, that's still my mindset and here i have two kids and a husband i don't know <laughs> but i just <laughs> i i i haven't shifted in that and i try so hard to budget and like try, trust me i'm i'm the financially responsible in one like i'm trying to budget us and keep it so that we can do fun things and i look at my bank account a lot of times and his and i'm like we have no money what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah it feels like sometimes like maybe like a hamster wheel like you're just like working constantly but you feel like you're not catching up maybe like oh, yeah. yeah 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 and i think too it's easy to kind of live in that comparison moment where like sometimes you may see someone else and think oh well they must have it so easy because xyz yeah and then immediately you're feeling ungrateful or like just comparisonitis where you know they say comparison is the thief of joy and i think it's really true because as long as i'm looking at someone else and thinking like wow must be nice to be able to whatever whether it's you know have a housekeeper or whatever it is yeah. um <clears throat> and i'm like man i feel like i can never keep up with this or this or if only this would happen then and i feel like recently i feel like i've just been really needing to learn to appreciate the moments that I'm in rather than try to think when this happens, then I'll be happy because that's mm -hmm. just not true. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be like something that you're like, not that we shouldn't look forward to things, but I think if we live with a mindset that we're never looking at our present moment, Lord, like I'm grateful where I'm at now, what are you teaching me here? Mm -hmm. And we're always thinking like, well, when, whenever this happens, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be fulfilled. Then that's just going to be a constant chasing after nothing. And it's never going to be fulfillment there. Oh yeah. Would you agree? Oh yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, did you hear this when you were pregnant or, or when like, you know, the first year of Blake or first year of Riley, um, Oh, just you wait. Just you wait until he's doing this, or just oh. you wait until he's doing that, or like I, when he's teething, or when he's sleeping through the night, or he's like, just, the just you wait. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah, like, I know. but people tell us that all the time. Yeah. Just you wait. Yeah. Just you wait. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I know that's a song. I was but... like, just you wait, Henry Higgins. Exactly. Theater. Yeah, like, but it's that that is right um we're, we're we're trained to be like oh there's always something better there's mm -hmm. always um it's like you have to get to this point and then the or, grass is always greener oh absolutely you know? yeah when, um, when the, we like you said when teething's over then it'll be when you know teething is not over forever it takes a long time okay my kid is almost three and he's still teething exactly. like i haven't seen the molars exactly like, exactly so it's like i guess i just I, I think it's super easy for moms to live in that mindset. Cause I know for me it is, yeah. and I'm sure for other people it is. And I think I want, I want to like encourage us to recognize when you're, when you're in that mindset of like, oh, if only blah, 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 then I'll do da, 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 and think, okay, well right now 
this is the moment the Lord's provided mm-hmm. me. Right now, my child is teething. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right now, right. he is crying incessantly. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to work through that. Yeah. And, you know, and just finding things and, and not to be, not to be saying like, oh, you know, just pretend like everything's fine. Cause it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard sometimes when they've cried for, you know, fussed and whined mm-hmm. and you're like, I've done everything. I don't know what is wrong. Like the molars are just a struggle for us today. Yes. <laughs> you know, but just sitting there and thinking, you know what, there are still things I can be grateful for in this moment while admitting this is really hard and leaning on the Lord for help. Oh yeah. You know, cause I feel like that's, we've been having some molar struggles. Lately. Oh. So there have just been moments where I'm like, Oh, I just need like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I need a minute. We're going to just collect. <laughs> yeah. So today's topic, uh, we wanted to talk about just moments um, as we're watching our kids grow that just we feel like will be timeless. We will never forget it. And it's just the most joy that we will feel as moms and hopefully expand on that. What has been a moment of just pure joy watching your son? Like just, I love this. I love this about my kid. Like this is never going to get old. I just love it. So um, while you think on that, I'll, I'll tell you my example. Okay. So we were outside and Carter loves chalk. Carter's my son and he loves chalk. And so we got out the chalks and we started drawing all over the place. And, you know, as toddlers are, they draw and then they just sit wherever. They don't even think about where the chalk is. But one thing that I think will never get old is seeing a kid covered from head to toe in chalk. His pants are like multicolor. His shirt was <laughs> pink and yellow and green. And like he kept rubbing his nose because it was running. And so he had chalk all over his nose too. I, I think that. I think that that will never get old. Yeah, so what I do you think as, um, as a mom, what do you think will be something that you just will never get old? Well, I would say now that Blake is old enough to choose to come to me, you know what I mean? When they start to crawl and walk and they choose to run to you, or most recently, he loves to be chased. So he thinks it's so funny to run at me and I'll say, I'm going to get you. And then I start running after him and he literally puts his little arms up in the air and toddles as fast as he can, but he falls all the time. So he's like, toddle, toddle, fall, toddle, toddle, fall. And he can't even get back up because he's just laughing and laughing. And it's the cutest thing because you can just see like just effervescent joy, like bubbling out of him. And he just thinks it's the best, you know, just being with me. And it's just like, Oh Oh my gosh. Yes. No, that sounds, that sounds I love stories like that. I think that it's so great that we can see the joy in having kids and the moments that we know we're really enjoying it. And so, so are they, that our kids are happy to be around us and they love us. Um, and that's very grounding, especially when we're surrounded by times where we just don't know if we're even doing anything right. If we feel like the world is just out to get us and we're never going to be good moms and the house is always going to be messy or the laundry is never going to get done but 
little moments like that where we see the pure joy. That's that's what makes everything worth it. So we hope that this podcast, this episode was able to help you bring a little bit of uh, comfort in knowing that there's some there's moments that's going to bring you joy, um, even though a lot of the times it may not seem that way. At the end of each podcast, we wanted to say a prayer, something short, something meaningful that we can share with you, that you can share with us in prayer that keeps us grounded, like I said, but also connect us to God and know that God is there with us and we are not alone. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being here with us today and being able to allow our voices to be heard in a medium called podcast where we can be surrounded by mothers in a community uh, through digital format. Maybe we're able to use our voices and our stories to connect with moms out there who just need a little bit of love, a little bit of happiness, and hope that this podcast can bring even more people together that we can laugh and cry and share happy thoughts. Thank you so much for this therapy, for this love. Thank you so much for our family and the good health that we have. Thank you so much for each other where we became friends and we are able to share this with everyone. And lastly, thank you for you, Lord, for allowing us to be here. In your name, amen. Thank you, everybody. See you next time.